Hey, what's up? This is the Bariatric Badass Podcast. I am the host, Derek. Sharice is not with me. Sharice is only with me. Um, sometimes Sharice goes to school, destroys things at the gym, raises our children, and I am never home. Fortunately, that is the life of a single-income family. <clears throat> but it is what it is. So I'm going to rage right now on a post. I mean, um... I'm gonna I'm gonna rage on Dr. Vong. You know, if you're a Dr. Vong fan, give me a minute and give me your ear. I'm not going to talk bad about him. I believe he is an incredible individual. He saved countless lives. I have my own opinion of him. I keep my opinions private about him. The only opinion problem I have of him are two, and one's brand new. Of course, exercise after weight loss surgery. He says not to exercise after weight loss surgery. He drops many uh, very well, I wouldn't call them science-based facts, more like theories about weight loss surgery and exercise. There's a time and a place for it. You have to wait till your head is right. Guess what? You'd be waiting for a long time. You'd be waiting for, for your head to be right to get in the gym. Now, what? How should your head be right? Because you're ready because you can eat enough calories, that's fucking bullshit. I want you to think about exactly how well you move as a bariatric patient. Great example. Great example. I have not really been active in the gym for an entire year. I just started up two days ago. I just finished my second workout. I'm doing 90 minutes a day, six days a week to get my shit back in gear. I haven't been in the gym because, well, COVID and making excuses and work. Regardless, the amount of effort I'm putting in right now, I have been savvy with exercise for almost 12 years. So I know exactly what I'm doing. And you know how I'm starting? Very light. Very light, slow movements, so I don't get hurt. So if you're a bariatric patient and you feel like all your weight's dropping and you want to get in the gym and crush shit, you better listen up to this podcast because you know what? You've got to be careful. It's not about having an incredible figure. You gave that up before you gained your weight. I gave that incredible figure, unquote, quote, unquote, in my 20s before I regained my weight after my first marriage. <clears throat> or after, I mean, when I started getting weight after my first marriage. Now you can have skin surgery. To remove all your loose skin so you can have definition in your body. But what percentage can do that? What percentage can afford that? Very small. Very small percentage can afford that. So realistically, what's important is mobility. You want to be able to move. You want to be able to jump. You want to be able to run, bend over. You want to be able to chase your kids well into your 70s. It's not going to fucking happen if you go out and do a bunch of uh, heavy lifting. I got an old client who was a power lifter. The absolutely ridiculous move, the, the most ridiculous move that anybody can make, especially as a bariatric patient. I know it feels good to make, to, you know, to lift 500 pounds. He's an incredible power lifter. But with power lifting comes consequence. Why? Well, because your body is lifting a lot of fucking weight. 
You look at all these powerlifters. Some of the big powerlifters that you see online, Eddie Hall, The Mountain, those types of guys. You know what? Those guys are okay. They're not hurting themselves. You know why? Because they have the money to pay the trainers to ensure that their bodies are capable of doing that. Costs a lot of fucking money. You know, it's a lot of corrective exercises. It's a lot of physical therapy exercises. This type of shit costs a lot of money. It don't come free. You can't learn that type of stuff on the internet. You can. But, you know, putting, placing A to B is different. Well, yes, you can learn how to make it so you can lift heavier. But you know what? In that same breath, you've got to be eating for that strength. You're not going to develop ridiculous strength unless you are putting in the calories. And that's a very active patient. One, that's not a good, good idea. And two, kind of impossible. But it is what it is. Exercise also is good for you after weight loss surgery because it helps build new habits. You go into the gym, people watch. Sit down at the machines. Start the machines. You always start the machines and slowly move up to the weights when you're ready. Machines will help you learn form. Weights will help you build strength. It's as easy as that. Regardless, you can still get in and get exercise. It doesn't have, has nothing to do with your fucking brain being right. You can wait all your life. You're all after your post-surgery to get your head right. Oh, my head's not right, so I'm not going to go to the gym. It's a fucking excuse. You need to exercise. It's good for your heart. It's good for your lungs. It's good for your brain. It's good for your immune system. And boy, we sure need a good immune system these days, right? Okay, my other problem, because I'm almost to work. My other problem with Vong is this ridiculous tough love bullshit. Tough love is fucking bullshit. It works in one in five people. One in five people it affects. Vaughn has 120,000 followers. He posts a fat shaming post on uh, Instagram. Go look at it. Dr. Duck Vaughn at Instagram is ridiculous it is shameful and it's shaming a child and so I posted it I fucking I took a screenshot and I posted it to my Instagram I got some support from our page but when I shared it into our group a barrage group on recipe we almost has 30,000 follow members in it they supported it this is not what this community is about that is lack of empathetic values. It is so important. And this is not being a snowflake. Oh, you got to be able to laugh at yourself. Bullshit. It's not about you. It's not about me. It's about everybody that's around you that's fucking scared to death to say something. You have 30,000 members in my group. About 80% of them are active. So the other 20%. It's not that their Facebook accounts don't exist. It's that they're afraid to post. They're afraid. They're, they see how they compare to others. They see how people are... get They get ripped apart because of how they post their food or they're struggling with mental health issues or they're struggling with relationship issues. Those are the people that need 
our support the most. And laughing and arguing with me about that bullshit, about supporting that type of negative content is not good for them. This community needs empathy. Okay? You need to know what it feels like to be those people who are afraid to speak up. Period. That is how I'm going. That's how we roll. Plain and fucking simple. And if you're not with that, unfollow, unsubscribe. I don't care. I'm not here to be liked. I'm not here to be followed. I'm here to fucking bring change. And you know what? It's gonna be. It's gonna be crazy. It's gonna be difficult. The only way that we're gonna bring change is if we work together. Empathy is the key. Meaning. You need to understand what it feels like to be somebody who is scared, who's mentally incapable of sharing their journey because they're afraid of judgment, which is okay. Those are the people we rage for. So when Vaughn comes with this tough love bullshit, yeah. Great. Works for one for one out of five. He's got 120,000 followers. So, what? Probably good for about 30, I can't do the math, but about 25, 35,000 of his followers. You know, strangely enough, who, who are active. Because I've seen his, I've seen his Facebook. He's got 120,000 followers. He doesn't have very much engagement in his, in his posts which is surprising to me. He only gets up maybe possibly 25, 2600 views on each of his videos. That's just how the fucking algorithm on Facebook works. But that's because people value his information, but devalue what he's providing as far as a support. And that's just how it goes. And that's why people don't like me streaks. Because they judge us from how we were in the beginning. We changed. We were all about that tough love. Somebody would come in and they post a uh, um, something about you know eating the wrong shit, and we blow up. Oh my god! I can't believe you fucking do that. Would you have your surgery for nothing? We hurt so many people doing that. So many people. We learned, and we learned quick. How important tough love is counterproductive to change in this community. I love you guys very much. If you're still listening, thank you. Go to bariatricbadass.com. I got to get into work and punch in. Go to bariatricbadass.com. Um, so you can find Teresa's blogs and such. Take care. I, I, I got to.